Welcome to Rick's Rock Shop, your launch pad to the weekend, Mission Control for Rock and Roll, and you are here for our special Halloween edition, the edition that I most look forward to all year. We do all kinds of theme shows here, but Halloween is my favorite. 
there's got to be some sort of scientific studies out there that determines why some of us are into Halloween and monster movies and all things spooky. It seems to, uh, that trend seems to run across all spectrums, male, female, uh, um, I was trying to think of the correct word for uh, binary. Is that the word I'm looking for? Uh, socioeconomic, um, class, all that kind of stuff. You have people who love this stuff and you have people who could care less. I'm in the former group. I love this stuff. I always have. And so, like I said, I look forward to this Halloween show every year. We started off with Scream of Jay Hawkins. I put a spell on you. I had to start off with a with a banger as they say and uh that one is a perfect start he was a very theatrical performer and he tended to have his theatrics towards the dark side he often would start his show coming out of a casket filled with snakes of course they were rubber snakes but um just a really fascinating guy and i think a very appropriate start to the show now, I am going to mention a few other holidays today. Of course, you know, Halloween is Tuesday. We still have a few days until we until we actually celebrate it, but this is the closest that I'm going to get to it with my show. And so that's why we're having it today. But uh, I was looking at the holidays, and there's some interesting ones that I think are are relevant to this time of the year, this season, and or we can make them that way. So today is American Beer Day. I think that's pretty cool. And so what I did is I did a little research and I have some beers to recommend you. If you are listening in Pittsburgh from Full Point, Full Pint Beer Brewing Company, we have Dawn of the Living Stout. Sounds good to me. I love stout beers and stout beers are perfectly for the fall, for autumn. Although here in Massachusetts today, it's 75 degrees. So um, fall is kind of postponed. And then we, ha- I like this one. This is a, a brewing company in Allentown, Pennsylvania. They have a beer called Ghost Malone. And I just got a kick out of that name. It's a coffee milk stout. I don't know how readily available these, uh, these beers are where you live. I know where I live and I go to the store, there's a, a lot of uh, local New England area beers. But sometimes you can get these out-of-state beers. And, and there doesn't seem to be much rhyme or reason to it. I think it's whatever distributor the the um the packy the convenience store the beer store is associated with that brings what they get here in boston my recommendation is undead party crasher it's another stout it's an american imperial stout it's a it's a strong one 10.5 abv but it's made by clown shoes brewing and they're one of my favorite brewing companies if you are listening in atlanta i recommend from georgia's oldest brewery red brick brewing they did a partnership with one of the oldest cemeteries in Atlanta, if not the oldest, Oakland Cemetery, and they have Laughing Skull Casket Amber Ale. I've never tried it, but I would love to. Maybe the next time I br- visit my family in Atlanta, we can go find some somewhere. Now, one of my favorites that I included on this list for this time of the year is from New York State, Southern Tier Brewing Company, Warlock Pumpkin Imperial Stout. Uh, my brother Ron turned me on to that, and I absolutely loved it ever since. Uh, Southern Tier Brewing also has my favorite pumpkin beer called Pumpkin, but this takes pumpkin and, and just amps it up. Amps up the ABV, amps up the flavor, amps up everything. And so if you just want a regular pumpkin stout, 
have the pumpkin. I mean, a regular pumpkin beer have the pumpkin, but if you want to have a pumpkin beer on steroids, have the Warlock Pumpkin Imperial Stout. And then a national one that I recommend is Rogue Dead Guy Ale, a German Maybach. Today is also Frankenstein Friday. It's a day that celebrates Mary Shelley's book that launched the whole Frankenstein thing. Um, of course, Frankenstein was the doctor. The monster was known as the monster. But after, over the years, Frankenstein has has come to be seen as the monster to a lot of people. And you have movie titles that are Frankenstein this, Frankenstein that. And it's actually the monster. But if you go back to her book, the monster is the monster. Today is, oh, and I wanted to mention she wrote that book in 1818. How about staying power for that? Uh, today is National Black Cat Day in the UK. Black cats are often associated with bad luck and misfortune. And it is Sylvia Plath Day. I just put that in there because uh, she's associated with so many things sad and dark and gloomy. So enough of this. We're going to get things rolling here in a second. Let me just check something. I'm trying some different things today, so I appreciate your patience as I go through these things. We are going to fade out the music in the background, and we are going to kick off with who do we have we have do 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 as i find it oh the misfits in horror hotel Watching this screen, look out, because soon, very soon, the most horrifying monster menace ever conceived will be oozing into this theater. Teenagers see it first, like a falling star from outer space. Boy, that was close. Hey, come on, I want to see if I can find it. It's indestructible. It's indescribable. Nothing can stop it. This town is in danger. How can it be stopped? Mob hysteria sweeps one city. Before long, the nation, and then the world could fall before the blood-curdling threat of the Bob. 
starring Steve McQueen and a cast of exciting young people. This is Bram Stoker award-winning horror writer Michael Arnzen, and you're listening to Rick's Rock Shop's annual Halloween show. 
Stay, Stay spooky, spooky, read, read horror, horror stories, and, and rock, rock your, your brains, brains out, out, you ghouls.
Hey, it's the 420 Song of the Day brought to you by 420 Brands, available at Collective Premium Cannabis, located in Littleton and Billerica. Collective. Calm, cool, collective.
All right, we're back. We're back again. You know, that last song was our 420 song of the week. And do you know how difficult it was for me to find a cannabis-related song that would fit with a horror theme, Halloween theme show? It was tough. It was tough. I, I, I sent out, I sent out uh, pleas of help to some people I know. And uh, yeah, and then I remembered I'd seen this band uh, brown out a number of times. And they are a side project of a group called Grupo Fantasma that is a Grammy award-winning band. They do like Latin American stuff. And so they do Brown Sabbath because they're Latino, which I think is hysterical. And they do it extremely well. And they add the, the, the mariachi kind of horns to it and everything. Ozzy has heard it. He approves it. He actually liked it quite a bit if he was being truthful, which I think he was. And um, I thought that would work really well for for this type of episode. So there you go. Brownout and the Black Sabbath song, Sweet Leaf. And before that, we had another cover. We had the Hollies with Witchy Woman, the song originally written by Don Henley and Bernie Leader of uh, the Eagles. And, um, you know, I've heard the Eagles version enough. I am done with it. I've heard it way, way, way too many times growing up in Pittsburgh, listening to a classic rock station, WDVE, which is an awesome station. It just got played again and again and again. So that was an old band too. That was a band called uh, the band, the Hollies. And I did not know that they did a version of witchy woman. And that's what you just heard. So happy to bring that to you before that. We had Susie and the Banshees and spellbound a single from 1981 that made itself onto the fourth season Stranger Things soundtrack. And we started with The Misfits and Horror Hotel. So coming up now, we have a, a witch song. We just had a witch song with Witchy Woman. And actually, as I was putting the show together, I realized we had a theme within a theme. So we have the overarching Halloween theme. And within it, there's a lot of witch songs. Not sure how that happened this year, but keep an ear out for them. You're going to keep hearing them popping up. In this song, we're going back to 1958. So, are you ready? Here we go. She's my wish. 
likes to drag in the going mill Plays a chicken just for a thrill Till you wind up in a ditch She is my witch For you, they're longing for your blood, and they hope you'll drop in to join them in horror of the blood monsters. And you, a ghastly journey into the weird world of the undead. You'll feel your flesh crawl and tingle as creeping creatures slither out of the night to satisfy their unholy cravings. But I warn you, don't come to see horror of the blood monsters alone. Bring a friend, bring a fiend, bring your nerve. Horror of the blood monsters in weird color. Rated G.
Wow. Oh, my, my favorite, favorite brain Cream of nowhere. Oh, Dad. 
you know, I have to give credit where credit is due. These songs that we're hearing as a bed, as I'm speaking, are from a fantastic album called Night of the Living Dead, named after the movie. The band is Morricone Youth. I hope I'm saying that right. It's named after the famous Italian soundtrack writer, musician, artist, uh, Ennio Morricone. I'm probably butchering the pronunciation. And um, it's an EP. It's got some great titles on it. Driveway to the Cemetery, Barbara, Traumatized, At the Gravesite, and Beat 'em or Burn 'em. So I think it works really well with this, and I think it's a great tribute to the movie. It's not the soundtrack to the movie. It's music inspired by the movie. But the last song we heard, The Cramps, the first psychobilly band, a lot of people argue. There are two camps, but um, maybe the main camp says uh, the cramps are at, oh, geez, we ran out of that one. Let me click another one here to get another one going. This is Driveway to the Cemetery. Used a little bit of this in Mike Arnson's introduction there. Very cool. I'm just learning how to use the system, so I'm looking at it as I'm talking. Very neat, very neat. I like it. Before the cramps, we had the Coffin Daggers, a surf rock band out of New York, New York. Actually, they're a horror surf rock band. There's quite a few of those that go with the horror theme, just like there's science fiction surf rock bands, and there's cowboy surf rock bands, all kinds of different things. That song was called Psychonaut from their 2007 self-titled album. And we started off back in 1958 with Kip Tyler, She's My Witch. There was something else I wanted to cover. We were talking about the Morricone Youth. Um, let me see what it is here. Yes, I was going to say Night of the Living Dead, back to the movie. Uh, it, it, when it was made, uh, it was made on a shoestring budget. It has since gone on to make well more than multiples and multiples of, of what it cost to film. I think it was filmed for $100,000 and it's made millions. And... Um, it was a brainchild of George Romero, and it launched the whole modern zombie movie. Before that, zombies were, you know, voodoo, and they were in the Caribbean, and they were not very threatening. They were mainly turned into zombies so they could work for nothing. But then George Romero introduced them as flesh-eating ghouls, and every time you see a zombie movie from that point on, you have George Romero to thank. But he didn't copyright the movie. Uh, I don't know if he didn't know to or what happened, but anyway, he didn't do it, and so there are about a million remakes of it, and most of them are just plain awful. So if you go onto your TV and you search up Night of the Living Dead because you want to watch it, make sure you get the version from 1968. I will say there is a, a good version from 1990 as well. It's not as good as the 68 version, but it's a very good movie, so you could watch that one too. If it's not from 1968 or 1990, avoid it like the plague. A lot of people thought, hey, we can get this for free. They made a lot of money with a small budget. We'll do the same, but uh, just not there. Just not there. All right, this one's going to run out too, and we're going to let this one go. I wanted to say, I wanted to talk about something interesting, a memory I had. So um, trick-or-treating as a kid, I don't know where you grew up. I don't know what it was like, but... You know, I grew up in Pittsburgh and we did trick-or-treating and we would take a pillowcase from our bed and go out with it. And then when we came back, that pillowcase would go right back on our bed. And to me, it was, you know, a magic night. It was a holiday for kids. And we were let out on our own. 
we didn't have the parents walking around escorting us like they do nowadays. We were left to our own devices and we ran in packs and we went all over the neighborhood and soon rumors spread over who was giving full-size candy bars and who wasn't home and we had a dentist that lived in the neighborhood and he would give out toothbrushes and you had to come home with one or uh, your parents would send you back out. Doc Haldenshield. And I just really liked, you know, being out on my own, being with my friends, it being night, it being dark, being in a costume. It was, it was really, it was really a special time. Uh, I hope kids are having a fun experience with Halloween now. I do see them going out in supervised groups and, you know, all the safety things in place and they have uh, reflective vests on and everything, which is probably a good idea. You know, I, I can, I can dig it. But uh, somehow back in the 70s, we did it and we managed to survive without parents, without vests, without, you know, all the other rules and everything, even though our apples had razor blades in them and our, our Milky Way bars were poisoned. They had, what, rat feces in them, I think. I think that was the rumor. But anyway, um, I miss those days. They were very cool. I was talking to my brothers and sisters today online and we were remembering a, uh, a family that lived up the street from us, the Gillespie's. And they did Halloween hardcore every year. They really decorated. And they, they, they went like the next couple scary levels up. Most people when they decorate for Halloween decorate with a five-year-old in mind or a six-year-old. And they don't want to keep it too scary. And you got Winnie the Pooh and a Dracula vest and stuff like that. But uh, the Gillespie's would go scary. And I remember standing on the street debating whether or not I wanted to even go in their house. You'd go around the back, and they'd have the whole back porch all decorated. They'd all be there. I remember one year they had a, a, a cauldron with smoke coming out of it. turned out it was dry ice. And you had to reach into the cauldron, so you, you could no longer see your arm because it was in the, in the mist. And you had to feel around and get your candy and pull it out. And uh, it was really scary. And like Sean pointed out, uh, they had apple cider. How cool was that? So thank you for indulging me on my little walk down memory lane. Now here's an artist who wrote a lot of songs based on 1950s horror movies. This is Rocky Erickson.
Boston. Not serving the public interest, just our own.
Here comes the most terrifying motorcycle horror film ever made. Werewolves on Wheels is the ghoulish story of a wild motorcycle gang lost in the desert, mocking the supernatural. One by one they die. Unnatural, unbelievable deaths. See Werewolves on Wheels in color. The chiller thriller from the Fanfare Corporation, rated R. It's a hair-raising experience.
All right. That's a fun song. That is already dead from a band called Electric Frankenstein. They've gone on and done other, done other things as well. But that was for a compilation album called Monster Party 2000. Highly recommend that comp. It's got just a ton of good songs on it. I told this story before months ago, but when my kids were growing up, I could only stand so much like little kid music. Like, the like you know, you have a CD with Barney songs on it or something like that. And so I was looking for stuff that they would listen to that wouldn't drive me necessarily crazy. And we hit upon a couple CDs, and this was one of them, this Monster Party 2000. There was another one called Halloween Hootenanny. We're going to get a song from that coming up. And then there was a, uh, a surf rock compilation that we all liked with songs on it, like Wipeout. And uh, Ryan, if you're listening, um, you've heard that last song by Electric Frankenstein probably a hundred times growing up. And some of the music you guys li- listened to, some of it I liked. The uh, Power Rangers soundtrack I thought was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. Before Electric Frankenstein, we had The Born Losers and Werewolves on Wheels. It's from the movie soundtrack of the movie Werewolves on Wheels. The fun thing about that is right before that song, we had the actual trailer from the movie. And I love it in the trailer when they say that uh, Werewolves on Wheels was the best horror motorcycle movie ever. Like there's so much comp- competition. And I wonder if there was a vote for that. Did all the other, you know, horror movie, horror motorcycle movie makers and critics and reviewers and fans all get together and vote? And Werewolves on Wheels won it. On, uh, werewolves. I say that's hard for me to say. Werewolves on Wheels. Three W's in a row. Tricky. Tricky for me. I've never watched the movie. I've got to watch it. I've seen the trailer a bunch of times, and it looks insane. Like a movie from the 60s or late 60s, early 70s, like you would expect it to be. Before that, we had a Psychobilly band. we got a number of Psychobilly bands today because Psychobilly is rockabilly plus punk, and a lot of these bands took on a horror theme shtick, gimmick, uh, look, sound, and so they, Psychobilly works very well with Halloween. The song we heard from Mad Marge and the Stonecutters is called Ode to the Devil. Now, if you look up Mad Marge, she was Mad Marge and the Stonecutters, and then she, she was Mad Marge and the Troublemakers, and now she's Mad Marge. And every time I hear her name or think about her or play her music or, you know, program it into a show, I always think of Large Marge from Pee-wee's Big Adventure, but that's a whole different character. And we started with Rocky Erickson. If you have ghosts, ghosts. I'm having trouble with some words. I think it's. I think it is my Pittsburgh accent. I think. I think that uh, there's just hard things for Pittsburghers to say. There's there's these great videos online where they give Scottish people certain American words and they just can't say them. But don't go look at them now. Look at them later. Not now. Don't leave the show. I still got a lot of really cool stuff coming up. And so the Rocky Erickson one was called uh, If You Have Ghosts. It's from the 1980 album, The Evil One. And that was actually covered by the heavy metal band Ghost. And they did a really good job of it. But th- they're into that kind of stuff. So they were going to treat it with respect. All right. There we go. And so uh, time to do a read. And let me see if I can make this a Halloween read. I haven't even looked at it yet. Let's see. Tired of listening to all the great music and hosts on Wave Radio Boston on your tiny, possessed, evil phone speakers? Well, fret no more. Our streaming provider, 
the Satanic Live 365 has partnered with Rotten Apple TV, Roku TV, Samsung Daikaiju TV, uh, Fire in the Pits of Hell TV, and Android TV to allow full stereo listening. Just head over to your TV's app store and search for Live 365 and download it. Once you've got it, and you're possessed, just search for Wave Radio Boston and lock it in to the dungeon and rock out. Thanks for listening. Scream no.
over there because there's a school over there or anything like that. I got no idea. There's a school over there, isn't there? I knew it. All that time, all that effort, all that scholarship money, ill-spent, Meanwhile, back in the wild, our creature's gone, it's run amok. I burnt down the church and wrecked my truck Oh, they pick up pitchforks, guns, and hoes. And down to the science lab we go. Chase the creature through the town. I throw the scientist in jail. And all night long, you can hear him play everywhere. Ha! My gateway drug to Psycho Billy from Austin, Texas, the Flame Trick Subs. Saw them in the early 90s, probably 1993. Bruce can correct me. 
and uh, they're still playing. I follow them on social media, and I would love it if you would follow me on social media. I'm on Facebook and on Instagram at Rick's Rock Shop, and they post all the time about the shows that they're playing or the shows that they have played, upcoming dates, and it's torture. It's sheer torture because I would love to see them again. Saw them twice, actually. And uh, but they they're they're out of Austin and they really rarely leave Texas. They just kind of travel around Texas, little forays into Oklahoma, maybe. What is it? What what's the borders Texas there? New Mexico or Arizona? I think it's New Mexico. And uh, other than that, they really don't. They don't travel beyond there. So if I want to see them live again, I'm going to have to fly down to Austin. Uh, that was an album from 2022 called Live at the Texas Music Cafe. Before the Flame Trick Subs, we had a band from St. Petersburg. They're a horror surf band called Messer Chups. They did the Munster theme. Now, I was hesitant to play that because there have been so many bad, corny, just cringeworthy renditions of the Munster theme. There have been bands that have just uh, just done a really terrible job with it. But... Uh, when I heard this vision, version, I thought it was something special. And actually, I looked it up, and they have two versions. So they did a version prior to this, like years and years prior, that you can find online. And it's it's one of those cringy kind of monster theme versions. And then they did this one years later, and I think they knocked it out of the park. So Messer Chups and the monster theme before that. October Country, My Girlfriend is a Witch. And as Bruce texted in... Aren't they all from time to time? I told him, I texted him back and said, I'm not, I'm not touching that, and I'm, I'm sticking by that. I'm not going to touch that. That was another one of our witch songs, one of our many witch songs today, and that was from 1968. I did not have a girlfriend in 1968. I was five. Um, and we started off with the Irish Chanteuse, Amelda May. She started as a rockabilly artist, and now she's just gone on to really broaden her scope, and she is... Very famous, very popular in Ireland, and artists line up to perform with her. That was her song called Zombie Girl. And this goes back away. This is a nine years ago, 2014 album, Tribal. Like I said, she has kind of um, developed in different directions since then. And I would like to say, what do I... I'm looking at a note here that I wrote to myself. No, no, I'm going to skip that. I can't, I can't, I can't decipher it. And I probably wrote it just a day or two ago. <sighs> um, I know what I haven't done. I haven't given out the phone number or the text line number for a while. Um, the phone number is 617-829-9283. The text line is 617-764-9283. If you are listening through our homepage at wrbrocks.com, there are links to both there. So you can just click on them and uh, go from there. Give me a text. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think of the show so far. Let me know if you think there's a song that I've missed. I have already, believe it or not, started putting together next year's show. Isn't that kind of sad? All right, let's get back to the music. We present your listening pleasure. Emma. Song of the week. Listen. I will not listen. Yes, you'll listen. Chosen by the show. And now for your listening pleasure. Mm-hmm. 
think I see Summer cat looking over His shoulder at me Behold the sight, so strange, so horrifying, so utterly monstrous, we dare you to look. Look if you must, this is She-Freak. You have just entered the alley of a thousand nightmares. Here behind the tinsel of a monster midway, you will discover She-Freak. A demented thing with the soul of a woman and a diabolical plot for hideous revenge. If you can take it, see, she freaked. But heed this warning. <laughs> if you reveal the
the barbaric, hate-filled ending, you too will end up in the geek pit. She freak. <laughs> Appalling in color.
Do you want to hear your original music on Wave Radio Boston, especially if it's scary and spooky and horror-themed? Email us at media at waveradioboston.com with a song or two and tell us a little bit about yourself. We will get back to you about profiling your music and any upcoming gigs you may have. Join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston. So that was the Coffin Cats, another Psychobilly song. I don't know how many that is. Their song, Myrtleize. Before that, we had the surf rock band that no longer exists, sadly. Shadowy Men on a Shadowy Planet and Zombie Compromise. Between that and the next song, we had a little radio ad from uh, the movie She Freak. And I really got a kick out of that ad. I like how they say that um, it has a barbaric, hate-filled ending. (laughs) Uh, Makes me laugh every time I hear it. And... If you give away the ending, you'll end up in the geek pit. We had Donovan, Season of the Witch, from 1966, from the album Sunshine, Superman. Keeping with our theme within a theme of witches. And now, what you've all been waiting for, Bruce's Song of the Week. We had Emma's Song of the Week. I should mention it was Radiohead, Burn the Witch, from the 2016 album A Moon-Shaped Pool. So what does Bruce have for us? Hello, this is participation trophy winning auteur Bruce. You know me from such works as Bruce's Song of the Week. Today's spooky scary tune is from an English supergroup of sorts. Co-founded in 1981, by Barry Andrews, formerly of XTC on keyboards and vocals, and Dave Allen, formerly of Gang of Four on bass guitar. This song was recorded in 1985. It's an upbeat zombie dance number, and it's the only song I know from this band, despite their being rather prolific. This is the only song I'm aware of to contain the word parthenogenesis. As you biology majors know, is a natural form of asexual reproduction, or virgin birth and rhymes nicely with the title track. So no one move a muscle. Here is Shriekback's Nemesis. Die. 
powerful. <laughs> Blackula, the Black Prince of Shadows, rises from his grave to stalk the earth again in the all-new motion picture chiller, Scream, Blackula, Scream. <laughs> Blackula returns, quenching his thirst for blood in a death trap for his enemies. Blackula, more horrifying than Dracula, screaming for revenge against a voodoo cult of evil. See Scream, Blackula, Scream, all new, rated PG, starring William Marshall, Don Mitchell, and Pam Greer, the sensuous godmother of coffee. You were terrified at Blackula. Now the Prince of Shadows returns in Scream, Blackula, Scream. Gargantua came ashore 30 minutes ago at the mouth of the Sakai River. Land, air, and sea units of the nation's defense force have gone into action in an effort to prevent the huge green monster from retreating back into the ocean, and of course to destroy him. You, wake up. It's time to listen to Rick's Rock Shop.
right, we're back. That was a band out of Florida. Everything in Florida is scary, so it works really well with the Halloween show. The Hillbilly Hellcats and Ghost Train. It's written by band member Lance. How do you spell? How do you say his last name? Bakemeyer. Yeah, that sounds good. Lance Bakemeyer. Yeah, it's funny. I should have a trouble saying his last name because uh, his songs that he's written have over five thousand TV and film placements. That just boggles my mind. Over 5,000. I'm sure he could live the rest of his life off the residuals of those. But he's still out touring. They still uh, put on Hillbilly Hellcat shows. And my brother Sean, if you're listening, they are playing in Punta Gorda, Florida, 12 December 2nd, which is not that far from where you live. So you might want to get in the car and drive on up. Looks like a short drive. Short drive north along the coast. Before that, we had Man or Astro Man, Gargantua's Last Stand. So Gargantua is one of the Japanese kaiju, like Godzilla is and Mothra. We originally saw Gargantua in the 1966 movie, The War of the Gargantuas. So Gargantua started out as like a group of things, and then it became an individual character named Gargantua. So there there were the Gargantuans and then Gargantua. It's kind of like how our moon is called the moon, but all the other moons have names. Ours is just called the moon. Does that make sense? And we started off with Danzig, I Am Demon. Our second song featuring Glenn Danzig on vocals, written by Glenn Danzig. And uh, no, we didn't start with that. My apologies. We didn't start with that. We started with Bruce's song of the week, which was uh, Shriekback and Nemesis. So we have one more set of music to go, and I'll come back on and say goodbye to all you all, and we'll end with our surf song. I just can't believe how fast this, this show has gone. But we had, we had some more stuff for you lined up here. We're going to uh, have a Southern Culture on the Skid song. You guys know I love them. We're going to get to that here in a moment. And we have a couple more of the fun little movie segments, the movie ads, the movie spots. I found a website that was just a gold mine of them. You heard Scream, Blackula Scream in the previous set of music. We got one coming up here. <laughs> this one is uh, probably the most boundary-pushing one that I have today, so you can have that to look forward to. Let's get back to the music.
sound. It's a macabre grinding machine that turns bones and flesh into screaming savage blood death. In the corpse grinders, what kind of demented soul profits from the flesh of the dead and destroys the living who get in its way? The corpse grinders, the most chilling, most terrifying motion picture you have ever seen. The corpse grinders in blood-curdling color.
This is Clem, inviting you to the end of the dial every Friday night between 10 p.m. and midnight for The Broadcast with Clem, where audience possibilities are without limit. Join us every Friday as we anchor the Friday Triad here on Wave Radio Boston, wrbrocks.com. The Broadcast with Clem, where hearing is believing and you won't believe your ears. guess who that was i i never would be able to i would think yeah since you played jay hawkins at the beginning ooh, i would think it's in that ballpark i think that's a good a good guess uh i know i'm Wilson putting you on the spot Pickett? this is the native american rock band redbone redbone come oh, and get your yeah, love that's right that's it's them i i Redbone. I, okay now it sounds it all right yeah i didn't so I didn't know any 60s. of their other songs except for that song. Yeah, they're 60s. Yeah. That was the only song of theirs that I knew. And they were active Native Americans too, which is kind of cool. Yep. They yep. were the only, I think the only one that were from the from a tribe that... The only one I know of. I'm going to play music. There's, there's, a, there's a black metal guy who's right now who's Native American. 
got some pretty it. good stuff out there. What's what's his name? Oh, something braid, braid something. Uh, so that was a song about a real person, Marie Laveau. Mm, she was the, the murderer. She was the voodoo queen of New Orleans. Yeah, she was a murderer. Eighteen? No, no. They said she was a uh, voodoo practitioner, a midwife. And an her, herbalist, herbalist, herbalist. I want to know the percentage of babies that were born <laughs> under her tutelage and how many of them died. She's a murderer. How many of them? Yeah. 1801 to 1881. <laughs> 80 years old back in the 1800s. She was not a baby murderer. I didn't say baby. Okay. She, was, she practices She voodoo. let him grow up and then she murdered Yeah, she practiced okay. voodoo. Okay. They, she, right. she inflicts pain purposefully. I'm using a lot of big words today. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Before that, we had the Reverend Horton Heat and Zombie Dumb, and I was just we don't talk talking. About him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tur- turns out he's a dick. Yeah, the, yeah. From what you just told me, that yeah, that he, guy can. He played a show here in a, in a relatively small club. He he tours around. He's he's a national act, and he plays in clubs that fit like 250 people. You know, and uh, but they're full. You know, people go see him, but he's he's not playing at yeah. you know arenas or anything by any stretch, or even big clubs. And uh, I heard from the owner of a club that he played at that he had a stipula- stipulation that nobody in the other bands could talk to him. Club to not be named to save some Club to privacy. not be named. Club to not be it's named. A, it's a pretty good hot spot yeah. around the, these parts here. Yeah. I was just so, really that's sad to bad. hear. That, that, that's, it's almost like not, like, like not a hero, but yeah. when you find out that the one you've always idolized has just become a complete rapist. <laughs> You're like, well, oh, this isn't man. that bad. <laughs> like, that I used bad. to love Subway Subs. Yeah. I loved the Pittsburgh Steelers, <laughs> and then they got Big Ben. Uh, yeah, yeah, these things happen, too. They brought, the, told clock? Them, they brought the clock in from uh, London? They brought the nah, clock in. Stu- what a dumb yeah. joke. That's a Halloween big, joke. Big clock. Big clock. Um, now, I warned, I warned my kids. Uh, none of, neither of them have tattoos yet, but... Uh, there's been a little talk floating around. I don't think my son's interested, but I think my daughter, it, it's possible. Something's but I, I told them both, I said, never get anybody's name tattooed nope, on that's, anybody. That's like never. Rule, rule 101 of, of first tattoos. If it's if a girlfriend, was, it's a boyfriend, you're going to break up at some point. And then you parents, got this. parents, family is one thing. Yeah, yeah. If you're with somebody. Yeah. I mean, I'm with mine for yeah. 13 years. Yeah. If I get something tattooed, it is what it is. Yeah, but they always say you get the tattoo. It's it's bound to be bad news. Yeah, bound. Could you imagine like, you know, having, oh, like having a having a Kanye <laughs> tattoo, and then <laughs> and then he comes out with all that stuff, and you're like, you know, well, below you're Jewish a, or you love, you I, know, I put, whatever. I, put, I love Kanye with a swastika, so I like offset <laughs> the uh, I offset what he was. Man, yeah. really lovable, I think. Yeah. But I'm telling you, as soon as as soon as you get that tattoo of that celebrity actor. Yeah. Uh, music artist, whatever, then they're going to go do something absolutely horrible. I mean, I got a Motorhead tattoo and Lemmy died years after, so I, yeah. I'm okay. I've, I've, yeah, that's done. I got the, yeah. That's done. There's no name. Though. I have no names yeah. in my body. Plus, if you have a Motorhead tattoo, then, um, like, if you had a Lemmy tattoo, yeah. you know you're getting a tattoo of somebody who was a wild, crazy... Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, if, if somebody came out now and said, oh, I was I was somewhere and Emmy, Lemmy was drunk, you're not right. going to care if you have I'm not going to get a tattoo of Sam Kinison because he was a preacher. Right. I like that analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Before that, we had Southern Culture on the Skids with a song called Werewolf. And uh, that was written by a guy named Gary Warren back in 1958 mm. when the Scots covered it. 
they do they they really have done some quite remarkable covers of, of old songs. I appreciate that of them. That was on a Halloween compil- compilation called Halloween Hootenanny. A lot of good songs on that. And we started with, uh, am I at the right place here? <laughs> yeah, we started with the Hellbilly, Hillbilly Hellcats and Ghost Train. Yep. Yep. That was a cool song. Band out of Florida. So it was a fun show today. I had a great time. Uh, and I applaud you. Yes. You guys, the listeners out there, don't know what it is. I'm going to say, I'm going to blast you on air live right sure, now. Sure, go we, for it, man. Go for it. That when you hear someone talk, is it on right now? I can't have my headset on. Do you have a bet on right now? No, I don't have a bet okay. on right now. No. So when you hear like music in the I background. Could put one on. Let me go. find one here. Make sure Let's the do, down. we'll do beat them or burn them. And then I'll bring this down. See, there you go. And there we got the bed. So that, that noise you hear in the background is called a bed. And for so long, Rick was. I don't say the word afraid because that is yes, like you. I was afraid. <laughs> afraid to, to use it because it, it, it can be, you have to get a routine with it. You have to get your timing. Right. And, and I'm so proud of you. Use it today. On Thank one you. of your favorite Thank shows, you. You, you decide to pull this out. Yeah. Game seven, Stanley Cup finals. Why I did team, it today? I have no idea. You pulled it out and you, you hit a goddamn home run. Well, what happened Playing is. Playing ice I, hockey. I, I discovered, I personally discovered this. I didn't, it, nobody had heard of it before me. Right. Um, but I found, I found this album, this band called Morricone Youth, and um, they do albums that are instrumental tributes to movies. Mm. And they did uh, Night of Living Dead, which is one of my favorite movies. Yep. And I thought, like, this is a perfect soundtrack for a Halloween show. Yeah. And so I was like, I got to learn how to do those beds. I got to... <laughs> I got to jump into that pool that's Done it awesome. 63 degree temperature. Done it awesome. Yeah. I have no Thank headphones you. on right now, so I, I can't hear it, but I know hearing it sounds, earlier. It sounds fantastic. See? I told yeah. you. It sounds yeah. great. <laughs> Actually, the first, that it was not, was my text at the, when you start of the show, the initial yeah. text, yes. it's awesome. Yes. I, I, off the bat, I heard it. I'm like, that's, that's, I love it. Now, love it. now are my listeners going to expect this every week? You're setting the standard for your listeners. Yeah. Luckily, you only have two or three, so it's a very low. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, why do I ever let you on my show? I don't know. Uh, I don't, I don't know, know. It gets me. It gets me prime for mine. Speaking of prime for yours, what the fuck can people expect on your trash dump fire? <laughs> what, what do they call it? See, you were right to straight insults. Do, I wait, what is? What I I, I found a way to be clever. Dumpster insults. fire. Dumpster, there, dumpster <laughs> fire. <laughs> don't worry, the dumps will be moved soon. Uh, it's like it's a Halloween type episode. Yes, I'm not doing a lot of. Uh, I love your little the, the things you have with the yeah. with the clips. I'm just playing. You love my little show. <laughs> I love your little your little rinky dink fucking axe, your little circus show you have going on here. The clowns. Uh, no, I I'm it's a Halloween type show. Yep. So I'm playing a lot of dead dead artists. Every set will have a <laughs> that's uh, brutal. Uh, what do I want to say? A, a, a not a not a live person. Dead right. musicians from every right, set right, will have a right. dead musician or a dead band or mm-hmm. a dead career. <laughs> something. Yes, uh, the plenty li- of those. The live set is all going to feature people that have had band members pass away. Um, I do have some really, 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 really heavy songs. Oh, good. I, I don't know if I texted you earlier the week, but I have you a couple texted, of... You texted me earlier in the week that you yeah. were really psyched about the show. Yeah, and, th- yeah this, okay. this came out pretty good. I, I, I was... I wrote a little bit of it, and then I started just the ball started to roll, and I said, "I'm gonna put this band in." So I'm there's a few heavy metal grindcore bands I'm playing. Wow! Not the whole show, but there's a, there's three or three songs that are extremely heavy, extremely nice. And one yeah. of them is the guys from Russia. So, oh cool, yeah. And he fights bears. 
with his bare. He does with his bare hands. Really? Alex, yeah, slaughter, slaughter to prevail is the name of the band. Huh. Alex the Terrible. That they. That's his name. So I'm nice. playing them, uh, but I got I got the normal stuff too. I got Wasp and Alice cool. Cooper and Ozzy, and it's it's gonna be a. Every song has something to do with the devil and death and fire and <laughs> rampage and chaos and madness. So is my normal show essentially. Well, having Ozzy is having somebody near death. Essentially, yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. right, right. He's on he's on borrowed time. I'm not going any fucking way, man. <laughs> Well, I'm looking forward to your show. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. It's definitely a show of metal, metal, metal. So Tim, it'll be good. Tim from uh, Canada and I are looking forward to it. Tim from Calgary better be tuned in because if yeah. he's not in tonight and he misses his song tonight, yep. I'm driving up to Canada, which is the motherland, yes. and I'm finding I'm going to Alberta and I'm beating Tim's ass. If anybody out there wants to hear Ace Frehley's Back in the New York Groove, stay stay, <laughs> stay tuned. tuned. Stay tuned, because that's the song. that's the song that's going to open the fucking show. <laughs> I'm not giving it away, because I think you have a lot of different listeners than I do. I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. My no, listeners are class, classy. It'll be... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We know what we are. We know, we know what we are. No, it'll yeah. be a good show. I, I, I'm really I'm pumped about doing the show tonight. Cool. Because I have a few, a few... Actually, I have a lot of news to get off the, off the bat. To start off with, some somber we talked about off air, mm -hmm. some somber news. Um, yes, yes. But yeah. some some really good things. So, and metal for music. Yes, metal for music. Yep. Absolutely. So I have we'll, my three songs picked out. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. Um, I'm glad you're pumped because you yeah. know a lot of weeks you phone it in. Well, I have to take over this the reign of the four to six show. That's always tough. I basically have a four hour show in a two hour period. <laughs> I'm basically putting 15 pounds of shit into a Dixie cup. <laughs> I like that. I never heard that before. <laughs> I love you, buddy. That's cool. Um, I, I'll throw one of my brothers at you that I got a kick out of. So I was so nervous today. I was as nervous as a chihuahua shitting razor blades. <laughs> as nervous I as love a that cat one. in a room full of rocking chairs? Yes. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. I think I think the listeners have had enough. Yeah. Should we spare them? Yeah. Spare Play them. the last song and stick around to seven o'clock tonight. The greatest hard rock and heavy metal show on air today. I promise you, we're gonna have a good time. We're gonna have some fun. What am I kicking right now? It doesn't matter. I have no idea. I I've given up trying to keep track of what you're up to. <laughs> it's just like the circus comes in every. You know, my show's four to six. It's it's always like five thirty to. 5.45, the circus comes through the door. 7 to 9, it's like heavy metal <laughs> hospice. Yes, yes. <laughs> not dying right away, but it's coming. It's coming. It's eminent. It's coming. It's, it's on eminent. life support. <laughs> on life support. This has been fun. Morale boosting. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to kill it. You always do. You always do. Your show is... is yeah, I say it, and it's not it's not hubris, um, but your show is the best heavy metal Thank you, and hard rock show anywhere that you can find, whether you're online, whether you're over the airwaves, whether you're, I don't know, where else can you find things? A million different places. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere. Yours is the best. Well, thank you. I am humbled by it. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. So we got one surfer song to end with. We got Hawaii Samurai, and this is a, this is a cover of another TV theme song. Hmm. This it, we did the monsters earlier yeah. with uh, Messer Chups. This is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Ooh. Yeah, a lot of late Pretty nights cool. with her. <laughs> See you all next week. <laughs>